Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so we had Commissioner Santos. Lastly, Commissioner Love, are you here? Here, thank you. All right, um, so we have one absent, um, but they will be unexcused. Commissioner Shu is not present yet. I will text him. And then Commissioner Zhang is on her way. Okay, sounds good. I also want to apologize if you hear music because I live downtown San Francisco. So someone's like blasting music as they drive. Um, but I think, does okay, so now that we know our absences, does anyone have any motions on this item or? I take motions, right? Um, you don't need to take any motions because uh, Commissioner Zhang will be here and Commissioner Tanaka's absence needs to be unexcused. Okay. Okay. So then staff, can you call the next item? Yes. The next item is approval of the agenda and this is an action item. Okay, committee or commission, please take this time now to look over our agenda. Please remember that you can schedule any item to be on the agenda by talking with staff or any member of exec. Um, and the expectation is to look these over before this meeting. But while you guys are looking this over, I'll call for any public comment on this item. Is there any public comment on this item for the agenda? Seeing no public comment, public comment is now closed. Are there any motions? Motion to move to the next item. Oh, we actually need a motion to approve the agenda before we move on. Motion to approve the agenda, Kutubik. Second. Uh, sorry, who seconded that motion? Yeah, there was two people. I didn't catch names. Love. Great. Okay, so motion to approve the item by Commissioner Katubik, seconded by Commissioner Love. Staff, can you please take a roll call vote? Yes. Uh, roll call vote for the approval of the agenda. Commissioner Aliotto Pierre. Aye. Commissioner Foley. Aye. Commissioner Shu. Aye. Commissioner Oswald. Aye. Commissioner Listana. Aye. Commissioner Zhang is still not present. Commissioner Fret. Aye. Commissioner Oyagata. Aye. Commissioner Pimentel. Aye. Commissioner Wynn. Aye. Commissioner Shaw. Says aye via the chat. Commissioner Hum. Commissioner Hum. 
All right, we'll come back to you, Commissioner Barker Plummer. Aye. Commissioner Katubig? Aye. Commissioner Santos? Aye. Commissioner Love? Aye. And Commissioner Hum, coming back to you, are you there? Great, also says aye via the chat, the motion passes. Thank you, staff, can you call the next item? Yes, item number three is approval of the minutes. This is also an action item. Please see document A for the January 18th, 2022 minutes. So again, please take this time now to look over the minutes from the January 18th meeting. As a reminder, the expectation is to look over these prior to our meeting. Um, but while you guys are giving those a look, I'll call for any public comment on this item. Is there any public comment on this item? Seeing no public comment, public comment is now closed. I will now take any motions. Motion to approve. Seconded, Foley. Motion to approve the minutes by Commissioner Barker Plummer, correct? Yes, mm -hmm. seconded by Commissioner Foley. Staff, can you please take a roll call vote? Yes, Commissioner Alioto Pierre. Aye. Commissioner Foley. Aye. Commissioner Osbob. Aye. Commissioner Listana. Aye. Commissioner Frett. Aye. Commissioner Oyagata. Aye. Commissioner Pimentel. Aye. Commissioner Wynn. Aye. Commissioner Shaw. Says I via the chat. Uh, Commissioner Hum. Aye. Got you. Commissioner Barker Plummer. Aye. Commissioner Katubig. Aye. Commissioner Santos. Aye. And Commissioner Love. Aye. Alrighty, the motion passes. Thank you, staff. Can you call the next item? Yes, item number four is a uh, public comment on items that are not on the agenda. This is a reminder to the public that you have two minutes per public comment. So um, is there any public comment on this item? If you are calling in to give public comment on items that are not on the agenda, please raise your hand now. All right, so seeing there's no public comment, I will now close public comment. Saf, can you call the next item? Yes, item number five is presentations. All items to follow are discussion and possible action. Item 5A is inform and decision. This is the fair integration in the Bay Area. As a presenter, we have Adina Levin, director of Seamless Bay Area, and I believe that there are a few other presenters with her. So take it away. All right. Um, yeah. So my name is Adina Levin. I'm advocacy director with Seamless Bay Area, and I am here with um, several other Seamless team members to 
uh, support and interest by um, some uh, commissioners to be uh, taking some action relating to outreach and uh, communication to the SFMTA board regarding uh, the uh, fair integration. Um, so before I present about the um, what's happening uh, now and then um, what the youth commissioners um, have the ability to do to be helpful um, on an item that the youth commission has um, already voted to support last year. Um, want to uh, get hands, I know that a number of you had heard the presentation that I had given last year and, um, you know, had participated in the vote to support seamless transit principles and support um, fair integration. I um, wanted to know if anybody was not here for that presentation so I can give a very quick update summary um, of, you know, starting from the top or if everybody has been here and already heard that presentation, um, I will start from the present as opposed to um, giving a background. I'm not seeing anybody's hand. Um, so um, I think everybody here is fully informed. And so I'm just gonna go- Oh wait, Adina, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I just wanna repeat the question to make sure folks understood. Your ask was um, to, raise your hand if you have not heard the presentation before. Correct? Yeah, so if there, I believe there's more than one commissioner who hasn't heard the presentation before. So <laughs> if you all could raise your hand. Okay, if you know that for sure that people were not here, then um, I will uh, uh, do a brief presentation um, starting from the top um, but then we'll focus on where we are this year and uh, what the Youth Commission uh, can do. Um, Thank you. All right. And uh, can I uh, share screen? Yes. Um, so uh, Seamless Bay Area is a... Uh, uh, and and um, let's see, the, the, the colleagues who are joining me are Dave Sorrell, um, who is the 773 number um, dialing in from Chicago, and um, uh, Serena Mao, who's uh, leading our SFMTA team, um, and uh, Liz Brookhouse, who has um, created the tools for the support activity that the youth commissioners um, can uh, uh, con contribute to. Um, so a, a Seamless Bay Area is a nonprofit with a mission to transform the Bay Area's fragmented public transportation system into a world-class unified, equitable, and widely used system by building a diverse movement for change and promoting policy reforms um, you know, those of us that use public transportation in the Bay Area uh, know that it is not as convenient or reliable as it should be. And that poses barriers to, um, you know, people taking advantage of opportunities for education, for jobs, or just to, you know, get to where you want to go to 
see friends or, or doing other useful things in life. And, um, you know, part of the problem has to do with the fragmentation of the system where there's many agencies and they haven't um, historically worked together as well as they could to be able to make the experience of a rider to be um, convenient. And so um, uh, we are working on a variety of initiatives to make seamless, to make transit to be more convenient and affordable for riders. Um, we have a broad initiative that the Youth Commission supported last year, supporting seamless transit principles, a set of principles, including running all Bay Area transit as an easy to use system, putting riders first, making transit equitable and accessible to all, align prices to be simple, fair and affordable, connect effortlessly with other sustainable transportation, plan communities and transportation together and prioritize reforms to create a seamless transit network. And there are 80 organizations all around the region that have supported the seamless transit principles, including the Youth Commission um, last year. And then when organizations support the seamless transit principles, um, they then get updates on things that they can do to help um, make those principles a reality. And um, one of those is a uh, fair integration. Um, the uh, region, um, the Metropolitan Transportation Commission and uh, transit agencies worked on a study last year and came forward with recommendations um, that were adopted by the Fair Integration Task Force, and that included the general managers of the transit agencies, including Jeff Tumlin of, of SFMTA and other transit agency general managers. Um, and those recommendations included an all agency transit pass pilot for organizations, including schools, colleges, affordable housing developments, and then uh, moving on to employers and other kinds of organizations. And this is uh, slated to get rolled out starting in August. So in time for next year's school calendar um, to have an all agency pass, for example, for people who have a transit pass through their school. Um, the other item that was part of this set of recommendations was free transfers. So if you have to transfer between, uh, for example, SFMTA and SAMTRANS, um, you would only pay once. And if you have to transfer between, you know, a BART and a bus, for example, the local uh, part of the trip would be free of charge. And um, uh, that is slated to move forward in 2023. And then the third piece of the recommendation um, that doesn't yet have a date to implement is standardizing the regional fares like Caltrain and BART and the, the ferries. And um, this is something that the Youth Commission last year uh, joined a letter in support of making these recommendations a reality. And so um, now we have come to the uh, present moment because um, uh, in order to get these recommendations to move forward, even though the general managers of the agencies have already voted to endorse them, 
it still needs to be approved and voted on by the boards of all the 27 transit agencies in the region, including SFMTA. And it's going to come to the different boards this coming spring, um, sometime between March and June. And um, so what uh, we are doing is working with people around the region and especially in San Francisco um, to gather uh, feedback and gather stories from people who would benefit from um, having integrated and affordable fares. Um, the SFMTA board got the very first uh, presentation of this fare integration proposal, and they had some questions and concerns about whether this is something that is beneficial to people who don't have a lot of money and who depend on transit. And, um, you know, this is something that youth commissioners really spoke up and said, you know, yes, this is something that would be beneficial. And so um, what we are looking to do and would really welcome uh, uh, help with, and this is something that, that this idea is something that Emily has helped to, to craft, um, is the idea that um, people could uh, go, uh, uh, out. Um, one activity is going to be going to um, Balboa BART and um, capturing people's stories. Um, and another is you might know people in your school or in another community group that we can um, uh, uh, gather stories from people and then tell those stories to the SFMTA board so that they will know um, that this is something that is of, of value to people in the community. And I'm going to stop there and uh, take any questions and then any uh, conversation about people who are interested in, in helping to tell the stories to the SFMTA board. And um, if, if it's okay, when we get into the conversation, um, like uh, Liz will describe the activity a little bit more, but I wanted to stop and take questions first. Oh, hi. Um, I have two questions. Uh, the first is for the pilot project that's beginning in August with the fair, um, not fair integration, the transfer. Um, what is sort of advertisement or just general public awareness going to look like? And what can we do in our own school communities and youth organizations? Um, to make sure that people know that they can get this pass and know about this pilot project? Um, the short answer is I don't know, but I do know that the first description of how this will get implemented um, will be presented on February 28th at the Fair Integration Task Force. And um, so um, that's a public meeting, so anybody here could actually watch that live. And also, I can um, send a link to the information from that meeting um, and, and share it. And if this group actually has feedback on how to get the word out, I think that would be extremely powerful because um, I think there are people that are 
Um, uh, the, 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 the pilot, though, is going to be fairly um, narrowly targeted. It's going to go to schools where people already have had transit passes. But if you had a if you go to a school and you had a transit pass, but it only worked for Muni, then you would be able to get access to BART and ferries and Caltrain and so on. And um, so that's who it would be publicized to. But if there are people here that are part of those schools, then I think that your feedback on how to get the word out would be super helpful. Uh, thank you. And then my second question is just, I mean, I don't, we don't have a proposal. Oh, uh, there's not an active proposal for how specifically fair integration is gonna work is my understanding, but um, do, would we believe that fares for SFMTA for Muni would end up being lower than they are currently if fare integration were to go ahead? Um, the study recommendation did not have, it didn't have any recommendation for making any changes to local transit fares. So that would not uh, have any effects on the SFMTA fare um, in the near near term, there's no recommendation to change it. Is it so it's just then you would pay a muni price and then that is transferable to any other network or? Um, yeah, so um, what's proposed, so with the all agency pass, um, people that had a pass that only got them access to muni um, would um, get them access to other agencies as well. For people that don't have access to such a pass, um, what would happen in 2023 is if they transfer between Muni and Samtrans, then um, they only pay once. And if you transfer between, for example, Muni and BART or Muni and Caltrain, then the Muni side of your trip would be free and you would pay for the BART or the Caltrain part of the trip. Okay, thank you. Any more questions about the pilot itself and the opportunity to communicate with SMTA and the opportunity to um, gather some more people's stories to let the SFMTA board know? Hi. Um, uh, was I was I detecting a possible question? Yeah. Okay. Um, Liz, do you want to talk a little bit about the activity, um, real briefly, and then we can see who here might be able to uh, participate in that activity. Sure. Um, I think you did a good job in describing it. Um, overall, we are looking for people who can help us reach out to members of the community to collect stories. The way that we're going to do that is um, Adina shared some of the um, materials we'd created to like explain them to people. And we then have like a, a short exercise, uh, Mad Libs exercise, where people will basically fill in the blanks so it gets people to talk about themselves talk about uh, the impacts that an all agency pass or um, discounted transfers would have in their day-to-day -day life. And our intent would be to 
either have these written down on a card or if the person is comfortable and consents with us taking photos or video to uh, accompany that with a video of them like sharing their story. So ultimately we could share these with the board. Um, and the methods of collection will likely include some tabling and you're also welcome to do your own um, personal outreach and uh, collect stories individually. Um, so you have the option to kind of do things in person or remotely as kind of suits you and you're comfortable. Uh, we have the dates for the engagement penciled in as being the last two weeks of March. So that would be the kind of timeline for participation and possibly sometime in the first week of April if we could get together and uh, talk about all the stories and uh, discuss how we would uh, go ahead and present them to the board. Um, so with that in mind, I'd be looking for volunteers who'd be interested in um, uh, helping with the engagement in whatever way suits you. So, so, so did anybody think that this is something that, um, that, that, that you would uh, like to do, you would certainly like to do, or that you might like to, to do to, yeah, I see that is, that's it, that's it, that's a, a Ewan, am I saying your name right? Yeah, I'm happy to share with my friends and, and school community. Same here. Okay, and that is um, Adriana Zhang. Um, any, anybody else who is interested in um, uh, participating in this activity and um, you know, uh, uh, gathering stories to communicate to the SFMD board? Um, and then, um, if you are, um, uh, in, in addition to that, um, you might be, uh, interested in giving a public comment or, or, or writing a letter to the SFMTA board when it comes to the board sometime between April and June. Um, any, any more hands of people who might like to tell their story, their own, their, their, their own story and give a public comment. For clarification, um, for both myself and commissioners, yeah. is this asking for us to individually speak at public comment, or is this something that we would give you like a statement and then you would be able to share at the meeting? Um, that's that's either either you can um, give give public comment um, or um, send you know uh, write down your public comment and send it to the board. Great, thank you for answering my question. So in that case, um, if any commissioners like want to take a little bit of time to think about it, like you're always able to um, reach out or at least let me know and I can help reach out if you have either your own personal story or public comment you wanna deliver. Okay, um, cool. Um, there is one more uh, piece of new news about uh, fair integration and seamless transit, which is not on the agenda. So I'm not gonna spend uh, a lot of time uh, uh, talking about it, 
but if this group is interested in us coming back, we can. Um, there's a new uh, bill, um, Senate Bill 917, and the goal of the bill is to uh, set deadlines for moving forward several different items to improve um, seamless transit. And if this group is interested in getting a presentation about that bill for potentially um, uh, support for the bill, be happy to come back and um, uh, uh, bring that to this body um, at a later date. And um, there's, there's going to be committee hearings starting late in March. So um, anyway, um, with whom should I uh, follow up? What, what do we do? Uh, that, that's that's itself to um, about uh, whether it makes sense to get an agenda item. Yeah, our next uh, our next full youth commission meeting is uh, February 21st. So that could be the next day or the one thereafter would be March 7th which I can send along. Um, okay, and I just, um, uh, Ewan um, gave me his contact information for the um, story activity. And um, then also, um, uh, Adriana, would you, would you be willing to, to share your contact information so we can re reach out to you regarding the activity? Sure, I can send it to you through the chat. Fantastic. Thank you both for volunteering. I'm excited to work with you. Yeah, thank you all for, for presenting. Um, if you all have a, like a flyer or other materials that we could share on our social media, um, we would be happy to do that as well. I can look into that and get something together. Perfect. Or if you just want to send over the information, maybe somebody on our comms team can create a flyer. So make sure we share what we have. Okay. And um, a, a Serena or Dave, is there anything else that you wanted to um, share or ask before we are done? Serena had to. Hi. Um, sorry. Uh, so good afternoon or good evening, um, folks. Uh, this is Dave Sorrell. I'm a um, so the transportation manager at UC Berkeley, and so basically. Uh, to kind of speak on some of the impacts that would be uh, addressed is, you know, looking at both the, uh, the advantages for many of our students, um, knowing that, you know, access and mobility is important, um, you know, making sure that I've got all 55,000 folks on campus, not only my students, but also the employees. Um, it's important to kind of underline the need for better transit. Um, and that's something that I've been trying to champion, uh, at least within the campus over the last five years. And it's going to be important more now more than ever to make sure that um, we can at least address some of our climate concerns. And then also going a step further, um, knowing that we don't have any parking on campus. And uh, a lot of, especially our SoCal folks, um, they're not necessarily aware of their transit options. And so... I'm going to be leaning into MTC as well as our AC Transit partners uh, to making sure that we have, you know, as much uh, outreach possible because, 
Yes, getting the 55,000 students is going to be a monumental task. However, it doesn't preclude us from actually uh, pressuring our transit agencies for better change, which is all what we want in the first place. Uh, so with that, thank you very much, and I yield. All right, great. So thanks, and if anybody has a, a question that comes to mind, like right after we drop off or tomorrow or something, um, please do uh, reach out through Excel and she will forward it on to us and we will uh, answer your questions and um, welcome uh, anything that you can contribute to this initiative. Thank you for your presentations. I just wanna quickly clarify, um, are there any specific asks um, besides the ones that you just said, so like us individually um, supporting it. Are there any asks for us as the full youth commission that we would need to vote on perhaps? Um, not, at, not at this time. The youth commission okay. already voted to support the fair integration and um, we are willing to uh, come back and describe the, the, uh, the piece of legislation in a different meeting. Great, thank you so much for the clarification and for the really insightful presentation. Um, with that being said, I'm going to now call for public comment on this item. Is there any public comment on this item? Okay, seeing none, uh, public comment is now closed. There are no motions on this item. So this, we will now move on to item six. Um, thank you so much, Arsima, for filling in the chairing. Appreciate it. Right, uh, staff, you can you drop off? So, thank yes. you. Yeah, thank, thank you all. Bye. Staff, can you please call item six? Yeah, item six is Youth Commission business. All items to follow our discussion and possible action. Item six says inform discussion budget advocacy training as a presenter, that's me. Um, so I actually decided, I got some feedback from the executive committee that doing trainings during full Youth Commission meetings are not the best um, to incorporate participation and just like keeping everybody's attention. And so I will be conducting uh, the training uh, that would have been happened today in each work group. So just to confirm um, the dates for that, uh, I'll be giving the budget advocacy training with the transformative justice work group on Monday, 2-14. Um, I was trying to coordinate with Emily around the housing and transportation work group, um, which I believe is meeting this Thursday. Is that correct? folks who are in that work group. Yeah, Adriana says yes. And then um, for the civic engagement work group, I think you are, all are having a meeting tomorrow. Yeah, so I won't be able to make that one tomorrow because I have another um, meeting with our comms team, but I can be there on the 15th if that works for you all. Okay, great. And then in terms of updates around budget advocacy training, I did have conversations with the exec as well as like trainings that aren't necessarily coming from me. And so for our uh, February 21st um, full youth commission meeting, we'll be having somebody from the budget justice coalition who will be explaining kind of the uh, community 
community uh, advocacy vantage point um, in the city's budget process. And in the training that you'll be hearing in your work groups, I'll be explaining what the budget advocacy process looks like from inside of City Hall. Um, and then BJC will be explaining what it's like outside. So more to come on that. And that, that concludes item six. Thank you, Itzel, for the explanation. Um, Steph, can you please call item seven? Yes, item seven is committee reports. This is discussion only. Item seven A is executive committee. Um, first, we'll start with Aleo. Hello. Um, I have a few items to um, share with y'all today. Um, so the most recent uh, youth-related Board of Supervisors legislation um, includes motions um, with file number 220069, 70, 71, 72, and 73, all of which are mayor reappointments to the Juvenile Probation Commission. Um, we do have one request for hearing, which is file 220102, which is a hearing for budget priorities, um, Youth Commission for fiscal years 2022 to 2023, um, sponsored by Supervisor Haney. Um, essentially, the supervisor wants to identify our budget priorities for um, the following years um, and is requesting our report. Um, and we have a few proposed resolutions, which is file 220060 um, and 220061. And those two are grant amendments um, to the Japanese Community Youth, Com uh, youth Council uh, with San Francisco Youth Works. And the last um, resolution is file number 220062, which is a grant amendment to uh, Instituto Familiar de la Raza Incorporated, Roadmap to Peace. Um, and that is related to the Department of Children, Youth, and Their Families. And that concludes my report. Thank you, Commissioner Home, for your report. Um, next, we'll go to comms. Oh, um, sorry. Give me a second. I need to pull up my notes. Like, Google Docs is lagging. Um, No worries, take your time. Okay, um, so updates are working on youth commission. Okay, uh, pretty much updates are we are working on the um, episode for the Youth Commission podcast based on the Tenderloin Community Action Plan. We found youth artists, artists for the um, sound and logo, or for like a jingle for our podcast and a logo, which is very nice. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's it. Also, Emily's working on worker profiles. And we are going to try to, actually no yeah we are working on starting a youth commission tiktok soon so 
be on the lookout for that because we might ask their volunteers later to do like a day in the life of a youth commissioner or whatever. Yeah, so if anyone wants to like do a day in the life of a youth commissioner, please just like text me or like say it out loud right now because it's, it's fun. It's cute. It's a little thing. But yeah, that's it. Just want to highlight what's been said in the chat. Can we do a dance TikTok under the dome? I would vote in favor of that, but you know, that's a whole commission vote. Um, I won't ask for motions on that though. <laughs> um, Can I ask a question? Go ahead, go ahead. Um, not about the dance, although I'm fully in favor of the dance. Um, for the Tenderloin emergency plan in the podcast, what is being said about that? Because I don't think the commission has taken a position on that, but I'm just curious what. It's not about London Reed's Tenderloin Emergency Plan. It's about this thing that's being done um, by community members in the Tenderloin called the Tenderloin Community Action Plan, which is just like a survey about, oh, what issues are like the most important or like that what things affect Tenderloin residents the most. And pretty much they're just trying to figure out like that from Tenderloin residents. And we're just gonna talk about it like from a youth perspective or whatever, from a youth in the Tenderloin, young person from the Tenderloin. Thank you. Yeah, the podcast isn't meant to give like the youth commission's um, stance on it. It's more so we're looking for a young person who Actually, this is a request. If you all know anybody who is a young person living in the Tenderloin, um, the comms team, Emily and Gabby, will be talking about the Tenderloin Community Action Plan and like the holistic plan to improve the Tenderloin. And then also just getting a storytelling angle from a young person who has lived in the TL. So if anyone, if anyone on this call knows of a young person who was born and raised in the TL, please connect them to me, Emily, or Gabby. Great. Also, um, Gabby, I don't know if we've already revealed it to full YC, but did you share the full, the, did you share the podcast name yet? Oh, I forgot. Um, should I do like one of those like, oh, guess it or should I just say it? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Anyone want to guess what the name is? It's a good name. Very original. Um, and it, it was Emily's idea. I, that definitely helps. It has the word youth in it. That's my only hint. Is it Youth Commission Podcast that isn't a Youth Commission Podcast? Podcast? No. <laughs> No, it has numbers in it. And it has youth in it. Those are the only hints. For youth by youth, but the four is a four. That's smart, but no. That's a really good guess. It's it's kind of more, I would say it's like, it's like eight digits long the last three are actual numbers and then the first are it's a it's a word 
all I'm pretty sure most of your phone numbers start with this number. Youth 415? Yeah. <laughs> it was a take on Youth 411. Um, but seeing that, you know, the area code is 415. So shout out to Emily for her creativity. I think you someone like eight characters, not eight digits. Yeah, I meant to say characters. Sorry. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's that's eight. If we take out SF and just keep it at youth 415. I think Wait, I got supposed to be SF in it? No, no, no. The but Isaiah put in SF youth 415. Oh. And I got tripped out. But yeah, I think I said YC415 and Gabby got mad at me and was like, that's not the name. I didn't get, I, I just was like, it's, not, yeah, I, I didn't get mad at you. I was, just, that, it just wasn't right. But anyways, yeah, that, that's the updates for comms. Woo, yay. Nice. Thank you, Gabby, for the updates. Um, next, we'll move on to general committee updates. Is there anyone from exec who wants to take it? Um, if not, I mean, I'd be happy to just quickly fill in. Um, our exec committee meetings were just mostly talking about the trainings, as Itzel mentioned earlier, um, a lot about comms. And overall, we just are trying to debrief and keep things running smooth. I don't think there was like a particular highlight we wanted to bring back. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, cool. Um, next, we'll move on to OCOF. Um, Commissioner Oyagata, if you have any updates. Um, hey, this is Commissioner Oyagata. Uh, at the moment, I believe I do not have any updates. Thank you. Okay, staff, can you please call item eight? Yes, item eight is staff report. This is discussion only. Uh, so I do have a few things to report, some of them which you may not like. Um, so I apologize for that in advance. Um, so I'll start with the top. Um, so originally city employees were gonna return February 14th. That has been pushed back, or February 7th. That has been pushed back another month. Um, so city employees will resume March 7th. I also had a meeting with the clerk of the board last week and I asked around a timeline for when the youth commission will be able to meet in person or have full youth commission meetings in person. And this is the disappointing news. They basically said that we should uh, expect to finish out the year remotely. Um, I did ask around maybe having um, executive committee meetings in person. They were really hesitant about that um, because you are all young people and so they are thinking about whether or not exec can meet in person, but they will let me know. As of now, I've been instructed to lead all full and any committee meetings with the commission remotely. Um, so unfortunately, that's that's kind of what I was alluding to in terms of bad news. But um, I think 
it's kind of silly because we can't formally meet in person, but if you all wanted to come to the youth commission office, you could, we would just have to be mindful of the amount of people who are in the space all at once um, and wearing masks. So if you are interested in working from the youth commission office some days, if that makes sense, um, we can connect after March 7th. Also, I know that a few of you have been having um, like some computer issues or your computer is really slow. And since we are going to be finishing out the year remotely, um, the Youth Commission has, I believe, two extra iPads and two Google Chromebooks. So if one of you needs um, like a new laptop or um, wants to use the iPad to be able to work do like YC related work um, from there or take these calls, um, you can let me know as well. And we can get you a computer. Um, I believe there's one commissioner on the commission right now who utilizes a YC laptop and I think it works very well for them. Um, so let me know. Uh, other thing to report is that uh, the city and county is now counting fully vaxxed as having all, both of your vaccinations as well as your booster. And so as of March 1st, that's kind of another deadline for all city employees, which falls onto youth commissioners as well. So I believe that HR has been in contact with some of you if they don't have your vaccination status. Um, but if you have any questions about that, let me know as well. And then last or second to last, or third to last, sorry. Um, the budget and appropriations uh, committee presentation that was part of Stephen's report was originally set for Wednesday, March 23rd. And I got an email today saying that that uh, presentation was moved over to Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. Um, and the presenters for that, I have down Jaden, Adriana, Emily, and Vanessa. Um, did I get that right for the folks who I named? Okay, cool. So what will happen next is I'll send out a doodle um, for us to figure out when we can practice. Um, and then what will inform <clears throat> this presentation is what are the objectives that we'll be having in the budget advocacy training. So whatever we work in each work group out of or whatever work we get done, um, that's basically what the presentation will be about on Wednesday, March 2nd. Um, and then another comment around tailored budget advocacy trainings in your work groups. So I'll be in contact with your lead to get on your agenda. Um, and then the last thing I have to report is that the low peer resource group is currently working on a project to promote equity within our community by improving the 29 Muni bus line. They have created a survey regarding the quality of the Muni 29 bus, and their goal is to get feedback from students from schools, middle schools, high schools, and colleges on the 29 route, who has who also uses the 29 bus line. Um, it would be great if you all can share this survey with other students for more data. And so if you ride the 29 bus line, I think they're also asking if you all can fill out the survey. So I'm going to add it into the chat and that should take you to the survey. So if you ride the 29 bus route, and I know some of you do, um, please fill it out. And if you know friends, colleagues who also take the 29 bus, um, please share it with them. Um, and then for the housing work group folks, 
um, they did ask to collaborate on something. So I, I believe they will be in a work group meeting pretty soon. And that concludes my report. I can take any questions if folks have any. Um, I'm just wondering if there is a reasoning other than just like we're young people for the decision not to go back. And also if you know what the situation is with other commissions. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't know specifically what is going on, but I, I don't think that the city feels comfortable, whether you're a youth commission or like you're on the SFMT board of directors, they don't feel comfortable having full commissions and boards meeting yet because they can't figure out the spacing. Because if you go into the hearing rooms, like you're kind of very close to whoever's sitting next to you. So it doesn't really allow for like the six feet distance. So that that's also some context. So I think the city is just trying to figure out different ways to abide by like public health codes. Are there other questions before you move on? Okay, I'm not hearing any. So thank you, Itel, for the um, updates. Can you please call item nine? Yes, item number nine is announcements and this includes community events. So commissioners, now would be the time if you have district events, calls to actions, webinars, um, fun things you would like to share, feel free. I do have a, a virtual like community town hall that I saw, but let me just pull up the information so I have it. Oh, yes. So tomorrow there is a hearing <clears throat> on the TL emergency initiative. It's happening at 3 p.m. Um, and the Coalition on Homelessness is going to be there. Um, and they are asking for folks to give public comment, um, whether you're in favor of it or you have critiques about it. Um, they have like a speaking guide and a public comment guide with different talking points. And so if you feel called to give public comment tomorrow or just listen in on the hearing to have any updates around the TL um, emergency plan, you can do that. You wouldn't be able to like identify yourself as a commissioner since, I mean, you can, but the youth commission hasn't taken a stance on it. So you would be giving your, you need to be clear that your opinion is as um, a young person in San Francisco, not necessarily a commissioner. So I added the link in the chat. Folks can check it out. Um, I'll be listening in. Um, if y'all want to have a listening in party, we can do that too. Um, but yeah, that's that's the only announcement I have to share. I have a quick one that someone texted me earlier. So I'm going to pull it up. But there is a Coro Youth Leadership Academy um, for students who live on the west side of San Francisco. Um, I think there is like an east side version, but the application closed. But this one is still open and there's $500 upon completion and it's 
like opens you up to a professional network, community service, and leadership. Um, and I can put like the flyer into the chat, but if you are interested, you can apply. Cool. Yeah, I heard that Coro has been a really helpful program for um, some folks that are on the commission. Thanks, Adriana. Are there other updates or community announcements that y'all would like to make? If not, we can move on. Um, staff, can you please call item 10? Yes, item 10 is adjournment. This meeting is adjourned at 6.01 PM. Yay. Thanks, everyone. See you all soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.